How do you build your life back up when you're stuck in a rut? After the impossible happens, where do you go after hitting ground zero? I'm Mike Draper, and on this podcast, we're talking about what's next, and we're bridging the gap between where you are and where you want to be. While you may not know why you're in it right now, my guests in these conversations will help you get unstuck and into possibility. Let's do this. All right, we're here with corporate Natalie. You guys might know her making fun of her boss, Bruce, on TikTok and Instagram. She's corporate humor. If you don't know what she does, she's got over 800,000 followers across all platforms. And she is just a funny human being. What's up, Natalie? Hi, Mike. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. You sound super excited. I love the energy. (laughs) So... I don't have a huge plan for exactly what I want to ask you today, in all honesty, right? We, we spoke a little bit before this, but I want to know, so like, I, all I know about you is what's shown through Instagram, through TikTok, the humor, the, the vlogs with like the weddings you went to recently and like the traveling and all of that, right? So, uh, how did you get started on Instagram? Let's just start there on TikTok, on, on social media. Mike, what do you mean you're not prepared? You you joined and then you went to the bathroom and then you said, "Wait, I have no questions." You you seem you seem wildly prepared. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, my brain my yeah. brain works quick. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, so I started. There was no like intent. I never was like set out to be. I'm going to be an influencer. I'm going to be on TikTok and Instagram. I just started posting and like mid COVID, and then it totally took off. I think I was one of the first movers in this corporate niche that you mentioned. And so it's just been crazy seeing the growth and now posting things like my life and the vlog styles. I think I'm still getting comfortable myself with showing those other sides of my personality, but it's grown so much and I'm just, I'm super thankful. What do you love about it? Like, I know what I like about social media. I know what I don't like about it, but what, what keeps you posting? Definitely. I think for me, I like that I've maintained, you know, a bit of I've maintained my personal life in a way that's different from typical influencers. Like I don't share my last name. I don't share where I work. I, you know, I keep it to this kind of these bits. I'm not like, I don't feel guilt when I step away for a week. I mean, I feel guilt with brand deals probably, but I don't feel guilt of like, I'm letting my followers down because I try to keep it sort of like a meme page. Like it's not, you're following corporate Natalie. You're not really following Natalie. I think some of my followers would find that that's annoying because they want to know me and know my personality and get even deeper. But I think that keeps me sane and not feeling this constant guilt of I'm stepping away or I'm not sharing enough or things like that. I also like that it's, you know, it's fruitful. It's, I always judged my friends who were influencers. I was like, oh, you're, you do little dances and whatever. It's like, no, like you make brand deals, you make good money. You can start businesses off of this. The most powerful thing in the world is having a following. And I never realized that I was so judgmental of it. Now that I'm in it, I'm like immensely thankful. Yeah, no, it's, I, I, I love the point of like, they're following corporate Natalie and they're not following Natalie. Right. So I know, I know my, uh, my content, it drifts in both directions. Like my staples stuff is all like dating, divorce, single life frustrations and all that. And like, am I dating 10 times a week? No. Am I dating once a week? No. <laughs> like that. <laughs> so like, it, totally. it's, it's definitely like a part of, of me, but it's like definitely exasperated through, through video, which like kind of like the corporate side for you where it's like, yeah, the, these all happen to me, all these corporate, all these jokes that you're talking about and these scenarios and these skits, 
which are brilliant by the way as far as like <laughs> it's such a like from so many angles it's brilliant it's relatable it's funny the delivery is what i i think is a big part of it being spot on so like kudos to you and your acting and then like i think it's brilliant on like the business side of of like creators as far as like your i've said to you before your ads are like the gold standard i look at because there's <laughs> there's been numerous times where i watch your I'm just like scrolling on whatever TikTok and or wherever it's at, and and I come across your video, and it's like the like the hook title is like the coworker who blah does this or acts <laughs> like this, and I'm like, oh shit, that sounds familiar. And then I start watching the whole video, I finish it, and I look at the caption, which is like my natural next to do, and it says like <laughs> ad sponsor. I'm like, ah, oh, she got me. <laughs> like, Mike, that is my love language. My love language is someone telling me they didn't realize it was an ad. I'm not even kidding. Like I, I put so much thought into these. So that means a lot. Thank you. It's, it's I'm, like, I'm super, <laughs> being super honest. Cause like there's, it's happened more than once. And I, I, I maybe con commented on it before, but I don't know if I have, but it's you like, always comment on my ads. You're very supportive. I, great, I, great I, social media mutual. <laughs> if I see anyone, I saw like corporate mama yesterday had an ad, which I've it's the first ad I've seen her do that I, that's come across my feed naturally. And, and I was just like, copy links, save, like <laughs> all the, like just watch it three times. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I got to support, but, um, all the comments there too, were like a bunch of verified creators and like, yeah, thumbs up, like keep going, get a girl, you know, that's what you love about social media. You get to like, you get to have that part of your life on, in, on, online and then you need to keep a lot of your personal stuff separate which is nice i started bleeding in some personal stuff because i have you know ellie's in there my daughter's in there i don't know 10 15 percent of the time maybe and i i start doing like the vlog style through like stories a little bit so i i do sense that feeling of i'm only doing dating videos versus like giving more but then i bring it back to like well I don't care right now. I'm just going to go have my Thursday to myself, right? Like, or whatever it is. Do you feel that pressure when you're like on dates that you're like, oh, this is potential content. I should be like <laughs> looking at this through a different lens. Are you telling me that you're living your life and not everything you see is potential content or no, it's crippling. I mean, I'm thankful that mine's like, well, I'm on a zoom and my nine to five and not, you know, right. while I'm trying to find the love of my life. So that seems crippling to me oh, at shit. the thought of that. <laughs> That's a good point. Ah, well, I'm, <laughs> I'll report back when I start going on more dates. Uh, I don't think about that when it, when it first, ha like when I start talking to somebody and we start hanging out or, or going on a date or whatever it is, I, I don't think that it crosses the mind, like, cause you're saying it. Um, <laughs> but no, in, cause usually the topic of conversation with someone new is not around social media. I've seen one of your videos or maybe it was your stories a while. It's been like six months since this one where you mentioned it was a joke about hinge or dating apps. And you're like, well, they recognize me on hinge. This is awkward now. Mm -hmm. It was something like that. So it changes the game with dating a little bit. If you're single and you're a creator and you have a, you know, a following of a certain size to where it's so much of your life, as far as like how much content you're creating, doing brand deals as part of your business, as part of like your day to day life habits and routine that it's going to come up in a date or a conversation or text or whatever, potentially, and, or they see your videos, right? And some people treat, I don't know what your experience, like, I'd love to hear your experience on this. Have you, have you gone on a date? Let's say, <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I'll ask you, have you been on a date and then you sense, and then they know that you're a corporate Natalie or they learn that you're corporate Natalie. Do you see or feel the difference in like how they're treating, acting, asking, 
what their intentions are, all the things. Totally. Well, I was, yeah, I'm, I was curious to hear kind of your angle as you do like speak about dating and your content. I used to have like a dating podcast with my roommate and it was just very small, but I would, you know, guys would be like, are you going to talk about me on your podcast? And it was like, I carried a lot of shame with that, that no longer exists. But now with corporate Natalie, it's like, it's this pressure. It's almost like you have to reveal this, like, oh, by the way, I have, you know, it's me. And then it's 800,000 people who follow me, who would be a part of this journey at some point. And it's like a hard sell. It's weird to say to someone. And a lot of people aren't okay with that. And so it's just, you know, the, the pool of people gets smaller and smaller. I have had someone like reveal three quarters through a date that they know exactly who I am. I've had some, I've had people like, like fans who I've dated a fan. Like there's just, it's a lot of different, there's a lot of different ways, but it totally affects it. It's just, it's not just like a normal job. I I try to destigmatize it and destigmatize creating and be like, this is just my job. Just like you work in tech or you work as a consultant. I'm a content creator, but I think there's so much tied to it when you have this, powerful big following that carries judgment it's a stigma so it's hard it's a hard sell sometimes I hope I find someone that's like that's so cool and I'm proud of you for doing that but still kind of waiting for that (laughs) I'll let you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) no you're very it's very spot on saying that the the pool is smaller it just changes like I I 100% agree with you those are all great points you said uh and I think that's mind-boggling that like Three, I can, I can just picture the date happening. The one with that guy where you said three quarters of the way through, he like revealed essentially that like, oh, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> like, Yeah, because I, I used to like wait to reveal the corporate Natalie card in dates like till like really late in the first date or the second date because I was embarrassed about it. Yeah. And so I would wait and then I reveal it. And he's like, oh, I know. I'm like, oh, so you have built this character for me in your head based on my videos and I know nothing about you. This is, we're on an uneven right. playing field here. God, diving into that is so interesting because like, yeah, what persona do they do they make of you? What videos have they seen? Which ones have they not seen? You know, I know all the videos I put out, right? I th- I think I've put out like 1500 videos in the past 18 months and it's like I know who I am. And then I don't know if I can understand the perspective of the vibe I give through these videos. I think I like I have my own view of it, but like I don't know if it's what's being perceived, right? <laughs> so yeah like when you you laugh at your own jokes but no one gets it (laughs) when you say it so like totally yeah I think you're pretty authentic through but I mean like I said mine's a character so it's like if you're falling in love with corporate Natalie through Instagram that's that's nowhere near who Natalie is so it's always like I will never date a fan ever again like someone needs to meet me for me first and then I'll show them corporate Natalie on the it's side. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. No, it's it is just a job. I I know I get that for my last job, right? As a as a police officer, that whole thing where it's like people get stuck on that so hard, and it's like it's literally forty hours. Like, but you don't do that when you get home. Like, I'm like fuck no, I got other things to do. Like, I don't. You don't think totally. about arresting people? Like, no, I could give two shits what someone else down the street <laughs> does. <laughs> They're speeding. I, hopefully, they slow down. I don't know. Like. I'm off the clock. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't care. Uh, I care, but like, I don't. Oh, what did you say? So you opened the door to this. What, <laughs> what, uh, oh, the real, the real Natalie. So corporate Natalie, I know to a certain level, I suppose the character, if, if someone were to only know your corporate Natalie vibe and then they meet Natalie, <laughs> meet, they meet Natalie. What is the biggest difference for like, Oh, that doesn't, match corporate Natalie or like I never would have guessed this yeah 
I mean, it's not that it's, it's just everything on my page. I try to be so funny. And I think it's this pressure, even when I meet fans, I'm like trying to tell a joke or trying to like off the cuff, say something. Cause I feel this pressure to be funny. And so when, you know, Natalie, of course, like I, I like to chill. I like to just sit with my friends, have a glass of wine. Like I don't always want to be like the most hilarious person. And I am totally super extroverted. I'm the one at the dinner table telling all the stories. Like, of course that is me. It's not like I'm curating this person. That's totally unique from who I am. But I think the pressure to be funny one and like two, just that I have these other areas of my life that aren't just a bit, you know, there's, it's like, I have like really good friends. I have an amazing family. I have these things that I don't showcase that it's not that corporate Natalie is totally different. It's just, it's such a right. small part, right? That's perfect. I probably, I probably framed it in a way. It's like, I know you're not curating. This is this one person over here, corporate Natalie. That is nothing about me. I made this character to grow on TikTok and Instagram. Like, no, I, I hear you on that one. I might've phrased the question wrong, but like that, I relate to that, that statement you said of like the pressure to be funny. Cause most of my content's humor based comedy around dating. And so like when people do hang out with me, or they're like, you don't date right now? I was like, no, but like you, you make dating content. I was like, well, yeah, it evolved into that. And now I hammer that niche. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I would say I am naturally always trying to be a goofball and like being goofy is always me. Um, I'm not the one at the dinner table starting the conversations. Like when you said that, like I'm at the dinner table telling stories, like I'm not the one telling stories. I'm the one, I'm like Robin to Batman in that scenario. Like you'll be telling a story and you'll say something where it's it just makes sense to like slip in a comment or whatever or a gesture or something and in that that usually crushes the crowd you know what i'm saying <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's where i come in with the humor i'm not the the lead singer on humor in yeah. situations not typically a, a lot of creators i mean even like comedic creators are extremely introverted i am not i'm like very extroverted that's like not yeah. unique. Like you go to these influencer events and something, it's just crazy. Sometimes people are so like afraid of their own shadow and I'm kind of like, wait, what? Like, let's party. Let's have fun. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. I would say I'm very extroverted. Yeah. No, I love that. No, on the, like the event. So, cause I'll, I'll film like my travel stuff. Cause all my content's like filmed on the fly. Do you have a backlog of drafts? Yes, I do. Damn, I have okay. like 500 drafts, not all I, good, but <laughs> I have, I think I have like, I don't know where my phone's at. I, I have like a hundred drafts. Some are like months and months old of like whatever, but of actual videos, I never have any ready to post. I always film, edit, post all my stuff, which is not efficient. <laughs> but... No, that's great. So you don't sit on this mound of content that's usable and like getting older. There, yeah. Which makes a difference for sure at those networking events and like those creator events and like those conferences. So I feel like my, my travel to like these conferences and whatever I'll turn it on. Like, so I am introverted. Like I do like to just chill. I'm okay. Just being like wherever we're at. And it's like listening and hearing people and like hearing your stories, like at the dinner table, I'll let you take the stage. Go for it, girl. Like you're crushing <laughs> the story. Uh, I'll crush these roles over here, but I'll turn it on. So like, I know you're talking about when those creators that are just like cooped up in the corner, they're quiet, they're not talking. And like when I'm at the, when you're at these events, like I feel like you have to. So like for those times I'll go up to people, like if you're there, I'm going to go up to you. Like Natalie, what's up? Thanks for the podcast. Like, what are you doing? Why are you here? What's up? Like, tell me something like, you know, you got to force it out. But yeah, I think you're right that a lot of creators are very introverted. Like a lot of the comedic ones, like you were saying, I think they like, they go back and they like script 
and they're like they're just like so focused on like the next joke or the next thing and do you always filter everything through the lens of like can this be content like throughout your daily life i try not to always because i think it's d it takes the authenticity out of certain situations like i'm going to a friend's birthday party like natalie just be there for your friend don't think about like the girl who wants you to open their gift first because that you know all these like bits that i could possibly do but um i do when i'm like scrolling tiktok for sure as a user like any sound or anything i hear i'm trying to think how i could put a corporate spin on it so it is it is like quick-witted kind of like how can i think fast and post something but, you know, I try to, I, I'm always thinking about bits it, for sure. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't, but it's just like, how do you turn it off sometimes to be a real person instead of a bot? <laughs> for, no, I hear you on that one. So you just recently, like, I don't know, this past few days posted a video of your, y'all went to somewhere like to Italy, wasn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was the first time posting your family. I don't, I'm guessing it was your family. You said it was, it could have been strangers on the train or something, but yeah. Can you be my dad? Um, no, it was my, it was my family. Yes. I try to keep them more hidden, but sometimes they're willing to, you know, throw themselves into a video and I'm like, great, good content, buckle up. And then they hate it. And then they make me refilm it eight times. I'm like, okay guys, corporate alley is a one take wonder. Like we're doing this once we're editing it. It's, this isn't a curated thing. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. You do one take on most of your stuff. Yeah. I'm very like, I don't want to waste time. I don't think I'll ever be perfect. I think that's what's made me successful as a creator is just like film it and post it. It's, it's not going to get any better. I'm not going to get any prettier. I'm not going to lose 30 pounds between this take and next take. So let's just post it. <laughs> Jesus. No, you're, you're fine. The, so like, but I guess, I guess your style of, of content. So when I do styles of uh, video like yours in the, and when I say that, I mean, in the sense of, uh, when I have two characters, let's just say, or a character where I'm filming on my regular phone camera and I know I'm just trying to emulate this person. So like an example for yours would be like the, the person who you just said who uh, opens the present first at, a, at the at the birthday party, right? The person who wants to open up the present first, right? So like I just, I would start filming myself unscripted without, I don't have any like jokes written out or like what their things are going to be, you know, their one-liners are going to be. And then I would just start filming myself saying what I think that real person would say. Is this what you do? Where like you just film yourself saying like 10 one-liners for, you know, for 90 seconds and you go back and you cut out the crap ones and you leave in the good ones. Is that what you do or? Yeah, I've started just filming in one stream. I'll film for like three and a half minutes Yeah, when I'm doing like a character and then I'll cut it down um, or send it to my team to cut it down, which is helpful because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to be editing. No, absolutely. So Okay, so enough enough social media stuff. So what what was the last date you went on? Oh wow. Let's 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 let's, let's change this up. Um I went on a date dating. last night. You had a date last night? <laughs> I did, yeah. Tell tell me about it. Uh no, it was nothing special. It was really it was special. You said yes to this guy. What what was the date? Who No, Bring here's my down. philosophy. Here's my philosophy. Like you are as, as I'm in my mid twenties, I'm 25. I'm living in a city. I tell all my friends this. I'm like, you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not actively dating and going on dates. And it's just like getting one drink with someone to learn about them, see if there's a vibe and leaving. It's like very quick. You're just like dating. Like I'm not doing a ton of pre-vetting. I'm not seeing if this person is like the love of my life. Like I don't really care. I also just like, I'm down to meet people. I am so like friendly. Like if it's not a vibe, like maybe you're 
you would be great with one of my friends. Maybe like we could hang out. I don't know. So I'm just very like open book about dating. I, I'll go on like as many dates, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. So this guy like didn't really pre-vet enough probably. And I just got there. I was like, this isn't, this isn't this it. Is, but this is bad. it was, yeah, I was like jet lagged and tired. I'm like, I'm going to go. Thank you. <laughs> that's, thanks for, thank you. It's, uh, I'll, I'll let you know. Don't worry. No, that's, that's a great way to look at it. So like I have a friend who, who has that same mentality, right? So she'll, uh, when she's in dating mode, let's say like, or when she has time on her plate and like the energy and, and the willpower and, and the want, she'll go on as many dates as possible, like three, four a week, right? It's like, oh, wow. I'm not that, like, but yeah, <laughs> it's like her mission, right? Like if she wants to, to date, she'll do that. Right. And so the dates are just that like casual hangouts, like just to let's get past this, this first like texting. I don't want to text for a week, two weeks, like on and off, like, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> so let's just meet up and see yeah. if we like each other to it enough to keep talking tomorrow. And so, yeah, so that, that makes sense. How did you, so how did you meet this guy? Was it a dating app? I'm a big dating app. Yeah. So which one was it? Tinder? Bumble? Hinge? No, I don't have, I only have Hinge actually. And I'm waiting to be accepted into Raya. I don't know why I haven't been accepted. Um, just Hinge. I love Hinge. I think Hinge is a great app. I don't think, I think Tinder has its stigma. I think Bumble, I'm too lazy to like act first. I want someone yeah. to ask me out. Um, and I think Hinge is just great. <laughs> They have the voice prompt thing, but I do like the question prompts. I've always said that when someone asks, like, "Hey, you do dating videos and stuff." I do part. I am partnered with like a, with Matter Dating, right? Uh, and I like their concept. Their concept is just they're basically Hinge. It's so like Matter Dating is basically Hinge, but the audio first and like the pictures blurry at first, and you have to hear the mm -hmm. voice prompt before so before you see their photos. Other than that, everything else is is I would say similar to Hinge, you know, like the the question prompts and like Spotify's on there, like all the same stuff. But Hinge was always my my go-to, I thought there was like less riffraff on there compared to Tinder and then compared to, to Bumble. I don't like the user interface on that one. I just, I didn't, I don't know. Something about it was not good, but Hinge, so you met him on Hinge. Did he know you were corporate Natalie? No, he was very, and he also didn't ask me one question on the date. So I don't think he'll ever know, um, which was, which was awesome. So <laughs> he's, I know all about his job and, and his life. <laughs> Um, and we left and I was like, that was like horrible. I'm like, literally telling my roommate that was horrible. He texts like, that was such a great day. Would love to see you again. I'm like, what? <laughs> he said that, oh, so oh nice. sorry. That's, it's what, okay. is he, what, what was his job? What does he do? He works for the government, actually an international government. I'm not going to give like too much information. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah. What's his name? No. Uh, I was just curious <laughs> to like, see what type of person would give yeah so he's a okay government for a different government that's interesting and we'll leave that there but yeah it's just if he listens to this ever no i mean he doesn't even know me anything about me he won't listen to this don't worry <laughs> no it's no well, that's that's a vague thing government that doesn't that doesn't give away anything so that's, that's i go on a ton so. of dates with government officials what do you mean <laughs> that's Jesus. just another tuesday <laughs> hey oh uh <laughs> all right anyways enough with that guy uh, what, what's your next thing you're going to do? Like, that's like the name of the podcast, right? It's right above my head, which is awesome. Uh, what's like your next thing? So what is corporate Natalie's in, I would say in your social media, uh, part of your life, let's just talk there first. So that's pretty easy. Yes. So the thing I'm most excited about right now, which you're actually a part of is the business I started with my roommate, which is virtual assistance for influencers. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I know. And Mike is actually has a VA through my company. 
Uh, it started when I kind of realized like I, I got a VA from a random company. I was like, this takes so much training. This world is so niche, so unique. You don't understand that these brand deals come and go. There's a lot of urgency. There's so many things that go into the influencer economy that just aren't known. And so we created, and similarly in parallel, there are a lot of girls my age. I say girls because we don't have any male virtual assistants, but we're open We're open to that if anyone listening is interested, yeah. um, who want a side hustle and who want to make money and want to make a side income. I think it's the era of the side hustle. I always say this. So we pair just highly intelligent women who want to are curious about this world and want to meet cool influencers and support the missions and want to help them make their lives easier um, and help take kind of that administrative burden off of the influencer's plate. And so I'm really excited about it. Um, Not to get too salesy, but if you're an influencer or someone who wants to be a virtual assistant, DM me. I'm going to be talking more about it on my channels, um, but really excited. I think starting a business has always been like a goal of mine. I guess I have my business of corporate Natalie, of course, but this is sort of something that I don't have to be on screen for and I can work on in the background when I'm in my sweats with my roommate, just brainstorming ideas. So really exciting. Um, that's probably what's next for me. So more to come on that. <laughs> no, I love that. No, give yourself a plug for sure. I always like to ask people like, Hey, like, what are you selling? What do you, how can they help give you money if they want to support you or if you have services? So yeah, expand VA. So expand virtual assistance, right. Is the name of it. Mm-hmm. I'm working with Christina and she is absolutely crushing it. So when she, you know, when Natalie says, she, you know, they want to partner with intelligent women, intelligent people who, who just want to be a part of this space and the creator economy and have a side hustle, I can vouch for at least Christina, she's super intelligent. If yes. she puts me under, under, you know, it puts me to shame on like a lot of stuff. Like I saw, I saw her on paper and I was like, damn, like this person, like this is who, it, are you sure? <laughs> she wants, she wants to, she wants to help me like, all right, like cool and then i meet her and she's just like super awesome and super on it like <laughs> so much more organized than i am so uh you have one proud review right here so she's crushing it honestly so that's a lot of creators is they don't have a some like like how you were talking about and same for mine where it's like the audience came before the business as opposed to people who have a business and now they want to try to grow an audience to get sales or whatever on their brand and so i, I see a lot of creators struggle or not even attempt to like put effort into that that side of like how do you monetize do you want to monetize how how does it look are you selling your is your audience your customer is is you know somebody else your customer who's your target avatar like all these things i am just now starting a business uh around my social media stuff and my target audience is not my followers right and i because i I have like that singles retreat that I have, right? But that's that doesn't get me fired up. So my, my, my what I'm doing now, it's like a consulting training uh, to companies on how to grow on TikTok, how to grow on Instagram, right? Like what the nitty gritty of teaching like their social media team or their marketing team on like what makes videos go viral? How do you get more watch time? Like what the, just like the outlay of TikTok and like how it all works, right? It doesn't take all the contents out there for free. I think that that's true for any any field, right? Like you could train and find a VA on your own if you wanted to. Like I could do that, right? I could have found a VA on my own and done it. But like when it's handed to you in like a nice stepped process and it's just like on a silver platter, here it is. And then like people pay for it. So same thing with like, that was the idea with like training for TikTok for companies. And that's what I'm building and doing right now. I'm speaking at a retreat in a few weeks to a bunch of business owners on exactly this. Building that business is your next big venture. I love hearing that. That is super exciting. And then on personal side, what what's next for Natalie, right? <laughs> I mean that you could take that question however you want. 
see which direction you go. <laughs> What's next for Natalie? Um, I am just, I'm trying to be more present. I'm trying to find things in my business that I can outsource so I'm not constantly stressed and I can go on dates and not be freaking out that a video, I have an ad due that I need to post, you know, just all these things. Um, so just being more present, being more like, I was just on vacation with my family and I was on my phone so much because I was trying to like organize these brand deals for the week I get back. And it's like, how can I just unplug and, you know, find the most fulfilling relationships in my life, maybe find a partner in it all. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Whatever is next for Natalie. Sorry, fans, you probably won't know, but when I'm married, I'll show you guys my husband, maybe. <laughs> That's fair. That's good. I, I like that. Keep keep the mystery, the mystery and the intrigue in there. I love that. The turning it off thing is is super hard. Uh in knowing that balance, I, I don't know if I like the word balance, but like just the right flow or the right pace of certain things. Uh, I've definitely offloaded certain tasks, not just like in social media or in my business stuff, like with mortgages, I've offloaded some there, uh, a lot of help from the team. And then like even on personal things. So I have a couple Airbnbs and I'm, I'm like offloading that to a property manager who's going to like basically co-host it. And because I want to focus on like this business of consulting to companies and these trainings and stuff, I want to be able to serve them super well while not being overwhelmed. Cause I do want to, my biggest priority is, is, is me and Ellie, right? Like that's number one. I, I could give two shits about social media, this podcast, everything. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If, you know, if you lost all your followers tomorrow, would you care? Like, no, nah, I could give two shits. I'll make money somewhere else. Like it's not, it's not too terribly difficult. But yeah, so like that, that's my focus as well as like just the right pace. And like, what do I want to spend my time on daily? I like making content, right? I know you mentioned like it is stressful making ads. I, especially when they give you a bunch of, creative direction or like filters i don't know what i don't know yours some of mine have been like they give so much stuff and like i should have said no to it because it's just so like demanding on like i'm like you're gonna kill the creative this is this video is gonna flop you realize that right well, why you have a bunch of followers i was like okay this is a mistake <laughs> i have a big yeah disclaimers that i sent before any brand deal i'm like corporate natalie's ads are incredibly organic to our channel see these examples I will not be talking about your product directly to camera. The product will be placed in the frame. Like I'm very just, I don't want to say like, these are sugar bear hair gummies. They right. make your hair grow. Right, right guys? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I, know. I just don't uh, care. And that's why you say the ads are so good, right? Because they're just, they're not forced, hopefully. No, there's, I've, I've, I've fixed that there's only like one, not forced. The, the video itself was not forced. But I, when I hear it, when I heard, there was one that was like for Dell. I think it was for Dale, uh, the, the laptop. This is a while back. And it was like natural corporate Natalie, like all through and through. And then I felt just because I've seen the creative direction from, from brands on this side of the table of like ads of them, like, Hey, you gotta say this one sentence in there. Right. Like, uh, Oh, totally. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, by the way, like this, this is horrible. And I hate this. I say this to brands like on the call. I'm like, this will, this will perform poorly. I just want you to know, are you cool with me going forward with this? You want to get shit engagement. I just want to make sure you're cool with that because that's how it's going to perform. Like I'm so straight up with them. It's I love Dell though. Dell, if you're listening, I love you. I'll, I'll yes, say anything no. you want me to say. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> you know, you've done some incredible Dell ads. Like, I, got, but I just remember there was like one line within, you had like, it was like, I don't know, 30 second ad, whatever it was. And like, there was like two seconds of like, ah, that was, 
that was a line they gave her, I think. <laughs> like, totally. There's always the, the giveaway line. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, the Dell high power laptop, which is free for, you know, I don't know what you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's got an incredible LCD display. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> like, whoa, why that didn't really roll off her tongue that easily. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I like to ask once, you know, if someone's stuck in a rut and that rut can be anything in their life, right? They're in a dating rut. They just got divorced. They just lost their job. They just quit their job. They just, they just something. They're just feeling blah. What would you tell them of like how to get out of that, the mindset they need and like the, the first steps after to like, just get yourself out of that rut and to keep moving forward towards whatever goal, like what's something you've done or what would you tell them? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think I, I say like, I'm big, like love yourself. I, I think having the confidence in yourself that you have something to offer this world is so important. Um, I think it helps you overcome any of these obviously big, bigger hardships or even little things throughout your day where you're just not feeling your best. You, something upsets you on a call or anything like that. Being able to know that you have something to offer, whether for me, it's, you know, corporate Natalie and social media, whatever that is like for someone else, it could be, you're an amazing baker and your neighborhood loves you for making brownies. It can be something so big or so small. Um, and it's just like, something that you're proud of and just make sure you hold on to that and keep that close. Um, I don't know. I always, I talk about personal branding sometimes, but it's just like, what is, who, who is Mike? Who is Natalie? And why should anyone care about them? Um, so just, yeah, always, always focus on you, love yourself, be confident. Um, and others around you will be drawn to that. I love that. Yep. Love yourself. Know yourself. That's a big one for me. That's a great first step. If you're feeling down or feeling like you're just, ah, that's, I'm kind of stagnant or I'm just not content with where I'm at or you become complacent. Yeah. Like look inward and like love yourself. Don't care about other people because no one's really thinking about you because everyone else is selfish in a positively self-serving manner, which is not bad. Just they're, they're there for themselves. Like I said earlier, I'm like, if everything else, if everything here ended and I just had me and Ellie, good to go. I don't, I don't need anything else. Right. So really embracing that. I love that point of view. Well, okay. I want to say thank you for taking this podcast one more time. What, <laughs> what can you sell people? How can people give you money if they just want to throw money at you? Advertisers, yes, Venmo, no. <laughs> any, any brands listening to this, if for some reason you're a brand and you want to work with corporate Natalie, um, you have to ask me first and it's a combo deal. You get Natalie <laughs> and Mike for the price of Natalie and Mike. Uh, yes, yeah, so. for the whole, the total, no discount. Yes, I. you can find me at Corporate Natalie across channels. Um, if you're interested for an influencer or someone wanting a side hustle and you think you'd be a good assistant, uh, Expand VA will be coming live with more assets there. Um, and yeah, just follow along. Thank you for, for supporting. If you're a brand wanting to to work with me, email me. I don't know who's the audience of this podcast. I have no idea. I'm like, if you're a guy who's hot, like text me, I don't know. You know, there's <laughs> anyone like find me on hinge. I don't really know. I'm just, I'm plugging all, all areas, I guess. Oh <laughs> uh, man. You got my space. What you got? You, you corporate Nelly over there too, or yeah. My mom's Facebook is oh, yeah. Boy, whatever geez. you guys need. <laughs> if you're hot, I don't, I'm going to go ahead and say, well, I don't know who's going to listen to this. If you're listening to this, Thank you, Thank you so know. much. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I love you. <laughs> I love you so much for downloading this episode. It's amazing. This will be a, a nice TikTok blurb that we'll put to really hook people to watch the whole thing. And it's like boring all the way up until the end. Like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs>
Oh boy. All right. On that note, thanks again. We'll, we'll, we'll keep talking. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for listening to this conversation. If you want more content and behind the scenes from this episode, join my Patreon at the link in the notes. If you want to support this podcast and never miss an episode, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It helps me tons, so thank you much. Now get out there and keep moving forward. Let's go.